following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but don't lie, they're fun. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Just remember about the media, people of the lie, can't handle God's truth. I oh, will see, that was a little bit of a... Jack Nicholson. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, there, there you go. Uh, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I never met a pizza I didn't like. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. My voice sounds like a frog. You like that? That's kind of a froggy voice. Uh, Here's the bottom line. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. How honest as a Christian can you be with your brother and your sister before you reach that point of uncomfortable? That's the question. Hey, we want you to have an opportunity to reach out to us, and we need you to do that. Mr. Froggy over here, that's me with a froggy voice, needs all the help he can get today. I feel great. I sound terrible. Isn't that great? (laughs) I feel great. I sound terrible. You have to love it. Hey, give us a holler, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will end up having the experience of a lifetime because you will be talking to... Lucky person, you got the number right because you are talking to kid a dynamite. dynamite. And talking to Dynamite D, that is like an unexpected complimentary meal. Like, pff, free meal? Yes. Hello, I'm there. You can also text us during the show, 214 210 That's 214 210 this ought to be really funny when I do it with this froggy voice. 214 210 8483. 
Actually, that wasn't that bad. That's pretty good. You can text during the show. You can also send an email live during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Plus, we want to send you up to the website. Two things to keep in mind. Prayer requests can be put on the website. Nobody needs to know. We have people that pray, especially me, every day praying for people who uh, ask about prayer requests. We always want to take care of you. Don't worry. It's always confidential, and we're just petitioning and agreeing with you in the Lord. That's on the website, plus the opportunity to give, which if you don't do, then you can't hear this scratchy voice because giving helps us get things going. Uh, Bottom line, go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. I'm going to go with a pogo stick. That that sounds like a pogo stick. Okay. Maybe a pogo stick landing in a pool. Thank you. Okay. Uh, So here we go. A lot of things going on. I will tell you this. Uh, for the uh, audience, I've you know I always come up with this theme to pray for the audience. You know, it's like kind of a cool thing. So I'm actually going to pray this. I'm going to pray this over the audience, and I want you guys in the next couple of days to pray this as well. It's a very simple prayer. So just join with me. Join your faith with me. Real simple. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you. There is nobody like you. You are fantastic to us. And Lord, our audience, we operate in faith, and sometimes we really lose our hope because things don't look the way that we think they should look. So for our audience, for myself, for everybody listening to my voice, increase our hope. You teach us in your word that hope is an anchor to our soul. Help us to have our soul anchored and let the hope in us be the living hope that comes from you. We need your help with this because we can't do this stuff without you. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okie dokie. All right, so I want everybody to be praying for hope for one another because I've come across some people in the last couple of days and they're kind of like feeling hopeless. And that is one of that is one of the worst feelings there is when you just like, ah, it'll never get better. There's nothing that will ever change. It'll always be the same thing. There's nothing that will wrong, wrong. God can always enter a picture and change it in a moment. You think, well, why doesn't he? And he's like, well, his timing is not your timing. His Timex and your Timex are not the same. Yours is a cheap knockoff made on planet Earth. His is a perfect one. Okay, that's why. All right, right, cool. All right, now we're going to get into our teaching. We're going to do something a little different today. Uh, For those that do not know, we were going to do a particular teaching. I was going to do this uh, on Wednesday, so I changed Wednesday's teaching, and then here's Friday's teaching. I'm teaching Friday's teaching and mixing between Tuesday and Wednesday. Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. So let's just go into the Word of God because that's where we're at, and we're at the end of Psalms, and I just want to teach this because I love this. I pray this every single day, and I'm not kidding you. I mean, this is one of my big, uh, you know how you have the pray in this manner and you have an outline and you go with it? This is part of my outline, okay? It's in Psalm 23, and it's verse 6, and it's so important. It says, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
So the first thing I want to talk about is goodness. And you see, there's always people who think, oh, somebody's following me. Somebody's following me. You're right. Somebody is following you. His name is goodness. Her name is goodness. Right? Its name is goodness. You following where I'm going with this? It's like, that's who's following. See, instead of always thinking, ah, this is going to turn out bad. <laughs> this, this is going to be rotten. This is going to be bad. Why don't we say this is going to turn out good? And the irony behind this is that it's not that Christians uh, are, are, are optimistic or pessimistic. Or the Christians are supposed to just stand in biblical truth. Here's what we know about biblical truth. Goodness will follow us all the days of our life. Maybe, wait, wait, maybe we can talk that way. Like goodness is actually going to follow us as opposed to the other shoe is going to drop and somebody's going to kick us in the seat of the pants or we're going to fall off the dock and jump into the water and not have a life preserver because uh, we forgot how to swim or something. It's like instead of that bad thing, why not anticipate, ooh, something good is coming. Because when we get together, there's much more of the, ooh, something bad might happen. Hey, what about goodness? Goodness is our friend. Wherever we go, whatever we do, we want the goodness of God to be our traveling companion. It's fantastic to know and believe that God is coming with us. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Well, if we really believe that, if we really believe that, then why do we not anticipate that what is behind what is coming is goodness? I'm not trying to guilt anybody. I'm just pointing out that we're a lot better thinking, oh, woe is me and disaster are following close behind. <laughs> it's like we need to move that. Let's move that over. And look at this is one of two friends. There's another friend. Don't you love this? This is the other friend. And this friend, this is lights out just fantastic. Okay? So goodness and mercy. Follow. Goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. Oh, why do you need mercy to follow you? Really? <laughs> you need me to answer that question? Okay, I will. Because it's you, and you know what you do. You know what you do internally. You know what you do externally. And you know that without the mercy of God, there is trouble. The mercy of God shakes it up so that the Lord doesn't deal with you in his hot displeasure. See, there to me, there's this simple process. I know that God's going to deal with me. I know I'm forgiven. I know I'm going to live eternal life, and I want to gear my life that way. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to get God angry in my situationals so that he has to chasten me in his hot displeasure. That's what David was talking about. It's like, oh, don't chase, don't, don't. Don't get mad at me. Don't, don't, don't chase him in your hot displeasure. Be nice. It's kind of like the scripture in James chapter 2, verse 13, where it says, mercy triumphs over judgment. It's not that we don't deserve the judgment. It's just that the mercy is greater. And that's the other person, the guy, the gal, the thing that's following us. And the reason that's important to understand that is these are two principles that are of God's nature, his goodness, because God is good to you, and his mercy, 
because his mercy triumphs over judgment and he loves you and loves to bless you. Let's anticipate these two friends following us instead of something or someone else following us because these two things reflect who God is. Okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. there. It's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. What is the David Spoon Experience? Website, he must increase.org, he must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. There you go. So check it out. There is, uh, I put something new up there, and now I can't even remember what it is. <laughs> I don't know. You've been getting older. I don't know. All I know is I worked out today, and I was telling T, it was terrible. <laughs> you know, you, you work out, and then you come back, and you're supposed to feel good or whatever. That didn't happen. Just so you can know. I think the people in the gym were worried that I was going to keel over. It's like, uh uh-oh, what's wrong with that guy? What is the David Spoon experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. (laughs) Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, Who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. 
We're excited for one of our listeners. Steve's going to be going to the game today. Next week, we're going to give away tickets again to another SMU football game. So get ready for that. We'll, we'll be setting that up. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to set up our first trivia question. I will tell you right now, I have a trivia question that's coming probably about three questions away. Very tough. I'm telling you now. Very tough. I had to look it up. To I was like, I can't remember. It's like so weird. Anyway, uh, that doesn't mean that you won't get it. I was just like, wow, I'm just not catching it. Uh, here's your first one, though. In Revelation chapter 6, the moon turns to what? And your first hint is not Swiss cheese. Okay. There you go. The moon turns to what? Not Swiss cheese. Joanne and Cordelia strike. <laughs> Right away. Uh, Swiss cheese. (laughs) It's a little Parmesan, Dave. That's what it's talking about. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Every single person that's responding is getting it correct. That's a pretty good sign right there. And besides, if you're not sure, uh, let's just try that again. Revelation chapter 6. There it is. Okay, so in the meantime, we're going to do our DNA. DNA is very important. Uh, I did find out uh, recently that uh, the news is just as bad as ever. I don't know what the deal is. It doesn't seem like it's getting any better. I don't know about what you guys, but when I look at it and I do my perusal, I go... Okay, so in the meantime, we're going to do our DNA, then we'll bring our call around, so we'll do the DNA first because I'm rolling and I don't want to stop. D stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every single day, you need to spend time with the guy in the sky. Just that simple, okay? And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 never. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means... Other people are on your radar. It's like the nicest way to say it. Make sure they're on your radar. All right, let's uh, send the person through who is ready to answer the question. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Terry in Dallas. Hi, Carrie. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm great. Awesome. I'm great enjoying this beautiful day that the Lord has made. That's right. That's right. Psalm 118, verse 24. Mm -hmm. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes. That's right. Amen. That's right. right. All right. Revelation chapter 6. We know the answer is not Swiss cheese. The (laughs) The moon turned to what? Blood. That is correct in my nose. Excellent job. Excellent job. And people, uh, one of the things that I really liked about Pastor Ray is he would talk and say, you know, the the, the sun, the moon, the stars. If you look at uh, Genesis and you look at Revelation and you understand it, mm-hmm. they're signals, they're symbols, they're signs, and you got to yeah. watch and see because God is speaking and testifying. That's right. And you know what, David? I'm going to add this. As We as believers, we shouldn't be afraid because we have nothing to fear because if we're on the Lord's side, when he comes, we'll be ready to go and be with him. Amen. Praise the Lord for you sharing that. That is so important. People have got yes. to stop, like, yes, ducking their heads and going, oh, no. In fact, I, I one of the things I said on the radio I got a little, uh, 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 let's say, not a great response from was, uh, mm-hmm. I, wa- I don't care if bad things happen. If it speeds up the coming of the Lord, I don't care. I want him to come back. 
I want I the Lord too. to just like, oh, come on, Lord, come on, let's go, come on. Come on, that's right. Let's come go. on. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen. Our prayers, believers, that, come that, soon, Lord Jesus. That is exactly right. Great, 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 great share. That's a great testimony. Yes. Good job. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, oh, you have a great rest of the day, David. Thank and a great you. weekend. Bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right, that's fantastic. You know, we just, even though, you know, it's like my voice, but I love this show. <laughs> it's so much fun. Come on, this is fun. All right, now, uh, we're going to go into this little thing. Uh, what's the thing? Uh, be praying for me, wisdom. I tell you that all the time. So uh, that's because, why? I need it. <laughs> so people are like, okay. <laughs> You're thinking, well, why do you ask for wisdom all the time? There's a very specific reason. <laughs> I is not wise. That's why. Okay. I want to go back to this text. And I want you to catch this because this is as silly as this is. There's a little bit of debate in it. And I just want to, I want to eliminate the debates so that you can have it as a meditation and really enjoy it. Verse six of Psalm 23 says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. No, that's not surely as in her name is surely. It means surely or certainly. And so certainly goodness and mercy, and there's a certainty to this. There's an expectation to this, that goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I, and I've mentioned this before, and I just want to briefly mention it in regards to mercy. I've told you this about a pastor who had this dream and he had this dream about uh, there was this honey being poured out and the honey was falling all over people, all over them. And some people were like looking at it going, what is it? And other people were like licking it going, oh, that tastes great. And other people were like, ew, get it off me, get it off me. And so he asked the Lord, and this isn't the word of God, but it's an interesting insight. Uh, and, and he asked the Lord, what is that? What is the honey? And the Lord said, that's my mercy. And the idea is that some people love the mercy of God. They eat it. They eat it up. It's great. Some people are like, I don't get it. I just don't understand. And other people are like, ew, ew. And that's because mercy has a greater power than judgment. And so instead of it just being a blanket right around each and every time, there's, there are moments where mercy comes into the play. And when mercy comes into the play, it triumphs. And so it's like, oh, that's so cool. Well, that's what's following you. That mercy that God has for you, with you, towards you. And then David says this, and I, this is just one of the things that I— and he says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So the, in the 1600s, or actually 1700s, there were a couple of theologians who were like, well, he was just talking about, you know, uh, in his lifetime. See, when they say stuff like that, I sit there and think— I would not say <laughs> forever if I meant my 80 years. I, I mean, don't, I'm, not, I'm not a genius, but it's like I wouldn't go, I want to dwell in the, in the house of the Lord uh, forever when I meant 75 years. <laughs> no, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right, so D, there's somebody calling in. Let's, let's grab that call. So what I want you to catch in this is this, okay? It's kind of a small thing. But to, to, to abide, to, to live in the house or to dwell in the house of the Lord forever, the word dwell means to live. It means to abide, okay? So I want you to understand what that is because Jesus said those that abide in me, same kind of thing, right? Those that abide, you live there, you hang out there, you exist there, you're at home there. So some people say, well, that must be the Lord's church. Well, it is a little bit, but not in its entirety. Okay, so don't don't get upset. This has to do 
with the heavenly home of God and hanging out with God forever. And again, and I'll fight this to, to my dying breath, and this is a hill I will die on, we, we underplay the hope of Christianity. We treat it like it's, oh, sweet by and by. It's just like a, like a dream. Though. And it's like God gives us a picture of what the future is in the book of Revelation, and then we understand that what's really going to happen is even beyond our scope. And it's like it's going to be the coolest, most awesome, most fantastic eternity. You can't even process how great this is going to be. We're going to be hanging out with God. We're going to be eating with God. We're going to be doing missions and things with God. And who knows what he's going to have us do? It'll be fantastic. It'll be back to the original purpose of man that was lost in the garden. How exciting. And people treat that like, oh, whatever. Really? That's eternity we're talking about. The the best you can do in this is you could say streets of gold. That's the cement. That's the flooring. If that's the flooring, I can't wait to see the, the restaurant. <laughs> if, that, if that's the flooring, I can't wait to go to the amusement park there. You catching that? You catching the, what the power is there? And we don't do a, a, a good job of communicating that. And so there's this foreverness. And sure, in church, there's a part of that. So don't think I'm dissing on church. You guys know better than that. But what I'm saying is in its entirety, dwelling in the house of the Lord forever is dwelling in God's house. You come and he goes, come on in, man. I got room for you. Come here. Here's your room. Here it is. Look at that. Isn't that a nice bed? Oh, that's cool. And then it's like, oh, my goodness. I'm so happy. The idea behind this is only boring churches make it seem like churches forever. <laughs> it's a joke. Leave me alone. <laughs> it was a joke. The idea is that dwelling in the house of the Lord forever is a joy. It's a delight. And so David's like, oh, goodness and mercy can follow me all the days of my life. That's the days of his life having to do with the earth. And then he takes it to the next level and says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So after this journey is done, the next journey is coming. When the next journey comes, hallelujah. And that is our hope. And people are, and don't get me wrong, people are concerned about between now and the thousand years and the two thousand. I got it. But what about 50 billion years from now? Doesn't that count? It all it all counts, but let's use it all. That hope is a strength. That hope is a power. You're going to dwell with God forever. You're going to wake up in the in the kingdom of God so to speak, and you will never have a tear again. Okay. I'm there. That's a, you can just sell me on that one. Forget the rest of it. I'm there. He will wipe away all their tears. I'm going to that place. And when I get there, I'm ordering a Sunday. Thank you. I mean, I'm just saying, come on. That's the hope we have. It never dies. Oh, <laughs> hallelujah for being a Christian. All right, folks, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? And God's it's like, there's no room there. It's like, well, no, no, no. I, I, can, I can, you know, not vote for either kingdom. Well, let me get this straight. You're not voting for the kingdom of God. Therefore, you're also trying to be a supporter of the kingdom of darkness. How does that work? 
That doesn't work. And in, in lieu of that, you know, I was, uh, had a discussion with my son. We were talking about preparation and being ready because you never know when the Lord – you don't know when that trumpet's going to blow for you. You don't know at that moment where God's going to go ding-dong, time's up. And I, say, I said, you always got to be ready. He said, well, you can't always be ready. It's like, no, you always got to be ready. Matthew chapter 24, verse 42, be ready. Always be ready for you do not know the day that the Lord will come. And that's not just from an eschatological point of view for life. That's for you individually. You got to be ready and watchful and aware because this is kingdom stuff. And there's a kingdom being built to glorify God, and there's all the opposing kingdoms. And it's a pretty straightforward question. Which kingdom are you trying to support? That's the question. And if you say, well, I'm not supporting any kingdom, then you are opposed to the kingdom of God. Because you're either helping advance his kingdom or you're in opposition. And that's where Jesus split the line. And you think, well, that, that doesn't seem fair. We have a great word around this show that we like to use every once in a while, but with tons of love. Tough. It's like, it's, it's not whether you think it's fair or not. You know, well, I don't think God, a God of love would do it this way or this way. Too bad what you think. You're not God. That's not up to you. Well, that's just what the Bible says. Let me get this straight. So you believe that God can create the universe, but he can't write a book? Boy, that argument's going to get lost every single time. So my whole point in bringing this up is there's it's not a contradiction at all. You're either for, you're either for in Luke 9, 49 and 50, you're either for the kingdom, advancing the kingdom, driving out demons in the name of Jesus Christ, trying to make declaration for the truth of God, or you're against the kingdom, whether you are verbally, physically against it or whether you are verbally and physically doing nothing. There is no neutral. You're either a kingdom advancer or you're against the kingdom. And what's really hard, are you ready for your noodle to get baked here, is the decisions that we make advance kingdoms. Do we consider our decisions before we make these decisions, do we consider what kingdom we're impacting? Wow. Isn't that tough? The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.